Hey everyone, welcome to episode 5 of the TSB podcast. Guys, I'll be honest with you, I'm upset. Not only because I wasn't able to attend this podcast, but because this has easily been the most electric podcast we've had so far. We had on Steve Mules, videographer and visual artist, and we talked about how he was able to scale his Instagram account to almost 20,000 loyal fans who absolutely love his work. His notoriety has led him to work with artists, creatives, and successful companies all over the U.S. So, if you're a creative who is looking for inspiration on how to start and grow a business, this is the podcast for you. (sighs) Welcome to the TSB Podcast. All right, all right. Welcome to Episode 5 of the Success Bug Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Washington. Today, uh, we have... My colleague Vincent stepping in for Marcus today. What's going on, guys? It's Vince. My first time on the uh, the recording, I think. Happy to have a very exciting, very dope uh, new guest on our podcast today. We have Steve Mules, videographer, entrepreneur. Yeah. We have him today. Uh, Steve, you want to introduce yourself? Let us know like what you're all about, what you got going on right now? Yeah, of course. Yo, it's your boy Steve Mules, a.k.a. Chef Boy, your boy a.k.a. Mr. What's on your plate, the reporting live. Let's get it. Um, so um, I guess I could start off with, like, you know, 26 videographer slash visual artist from New York City, Harlem, to be exact. Um, and, yeah, man, I've been doing nothing video for, like, three years now and should change my life for real. It's something that um, I'm very grateful for. What was that first big break for you? Um... It's a couple moments, but I guess the the one moment I could always like gear back to is um passing out a shit ton of flyers at back at school. I was mm-hmm. a senior at college. I passed out flyers, went like somewhat popular, famous on mini famous on campus. That led to vlogging. Vlogging led into uh, well, I was vlogging with Snapchat. That led into fucking vlogging for myself, and then um it opened up opportunities shortly after. So you say like vlogging for yourself, like you were just literally just free flowing, like I'm going to do this because it makes me happy. Like, it doesn't matter what happens. Like, Yeah. Yeah. So I freaking, I was like, I got to get into this vlogging game because I saw so many people doing well with it. And I was like, hold up. my I felt like my life was super excited because I was yeah. like, I work out, but I work out and I make it like fun yeah. in my own type of way. When I'm eating food, I'm cooking up and I have like these names, like what's on yeah. your plate? Yeah. And fucking, um... What else I was doing? I think it was Mala Fitness, Mala, more motivations. Like, I woke up one day and started doing motivational shit. Because mm. I remember at college, I was fucking, I can't, can we cut? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my, yeah, or whatever. So, I remember yeah. in college, I was, uh, you know, being irresponsible, smoking, drinking every single day, not going to class. And one day, I was, uh, I woke up and like a light hit me. And I just woke up and started being like, Ambi- like, like not just being ambitious, but being like determined to do something. I couldn't just let my life go to waste. Mm. And that sparked up more motivation. It was like that light told me like to get up and do stuff. So I took that moment and, and, and started doing these motivational like morning prompts every, every day. If I, I remember correctly, just because I had you on Snap when you were passing things out in the uh, cafeteria, I didn't even know you back then. Like I saw the thing on the yeah. table and locks in the dining hall. Yeah added you and i'll see you i'll see you at the bar playing basketball uh but if i remember correctly you were doing the, the muela motivation thing like every morning um mm. 
And then I would see you at the gym with the camera and you were just interviewing people and you had that shirt where you like just painted it up, like Moila Fitness. Yeah. What was that all about? Was that like part of you just trying to like, you know, create, create some direction or was that, like, what was, what was the whole vibe around that? Yeah. So after I passed out like the four or 500 flyers, um, I got a shit ton of followers the next day. And I was like, okay, now that I got the view, I got the viewership. My views are 500 views, 600 views every single day. People were just on it. The whole campus was like looking at what I was going to do. I couldn't just give them no content. I had to like sort out all the things that I was doing and made it like, you know, just section it, gave it like, gave it sort of like a section. So like motivationals in the morning when I go work out, when I finish throughout the day. And then like at night I would be like, guys pull up to, Fenwick's mm-hmm. where I need 40 girls in this dorm and then every, all the girls will come to this dorm and it became this like what's what is he doing next right and it just created a content and viewership and people loved it um for the time being and it was like fuck it keep them keep them there what was that like actually seeing like actually passing out those flyers and because for me personally I think if when I think of that I would think that that's doing nothing like I would see that and I would think he probably wouldn't get that many followers from that, but you said you got hundreds of followers. Like I, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, was that crazy for you to experience that? So surreal, bro. Cause I knew, I knew our campus was very small. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I know my camp. I know the campus is small. Nobody in our campus really did anything outside the box. Everyone was very like, no one did things that were a little bit ground shaking. Mm. So I was like, if I'm the first dude to do something like this, it's going to hit. Cause no mm-hmm. one does anything crazy, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So once I once I was doing like once I went to the extreme and put it on trees, every single dorm had one of those flyers. I, mm-hmm. I went to every dorm one by one. The cafeteria, it was it was so in your face yeah. that you had to be like, "What is this? I want to see it." Mm-hmm. So I knew that was gonna like like spark something. Mm-hmm. It's also like, what what else do they have going on? Like you know, like, yeah, it's like <laughs> no one else is doing anything. Like this is exciting. I, yeah. I know if I saw someone doing this, I'll be like. Fuck, I wish I did this shit. Oh, I know. Now, really quick, like, I was thinking about this yesterday, and when I was, like, you know, talking about with Jay Marcus, you know, oh. that whole, like, Flyers thing, um, when you decided to do that, mm. and you're like, oh, shit, like, now I have all these people looking at me, what am I going to do? And now, put yourself a couple years forward, and you have, like, a decent stage, you know, decent following on, uh, on Instagram, you're kind of doing your thing. Do you think that whole you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and been like, okay, I have all these people watching. I have to do something now. Would you, you know, credit some of your growth to that initial, like almost shock? Like, wow, there's so many people looking. Let's make something of it. A hundred percent. That's the one thing I told myself. I was like, this is all practice. Everything I do, like, I feel like everything you do in college is practice to what's, what's to come. And I think that was like God giving me like a little foreshadow, like, yo, let me show you what a little bit of like attention is, some popularity, mm. and see how you deal with it. And right. I noticed even me, like I would wake up some days, like it used to get to my head. Cause like it got to a point when I'm walking around campus, even from OV, I mean, I know uh, uh, Jay probably don't know what we're talking about, but <laughs> OV is like one of the dorms. When you go okay. one of the senior dorms to the cafeteria, I would get stopped at least four or five times by different people. Mm-hmm. to jump on their Snapchat to do what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I started getting that happening all the time. Girls would come up and just want to, like, get on camera. With mm-hmm. me. And I was like, I started losing a little bit. Like, oh, shit, this is like. <laughs> it's getting real now. It's getting real. I'm like, hold up. I'm starting to, like, but then I had to bring myself back down. Like, I got to humble myself because yep. 
you know, this is all for like a cause. It's all strategic. Don't get too caught up into the sauce because that's how you lose everything. Which happens for me. Once I graduated, I lost everything. Mm-hmm. I like literally went from 500 to like 100 over like a five month span. And then after another year, I didn't have anybody really following me. So let's focus on that for a minute. Right. So in college, you kind of got the popularity, right? Yeah. I had like a little thing going for you. But yeah. it, just, it didn't necessarily have like, you know, that professional aspect to it. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of just fun on Snapchat, motivating people, right? And you graduate and you, you stepped into a business with your buddy, right? Yeah. Kind of just back down. Yeah. What was that like? And I know, you know, one thing you could touch on here that, again, I only know because I saw your Snapchats, the yeah. mastering your craft, the 10,000 hours. That's when that yeah. whole thing picked up, right? So take yeah, us through yeah, that yeah, yeah. whole time period. Yeah, so in the midst of all this happening, uh, my friend was opening a, a wedding business upstate. And um, I was getting more towards, like, I don't want to do a, a nine-to-five. I want to do sort of, like, entrepreneur, being a freelancer of some sort. At that time, I didn't have a skill, a craft yet. I just mm-hmm. had, like, my personality. And I felt like I could make something work with just my personality and my ambition. Right. And then I tapped into, I tapped in, like, I, uh, me and my best friend, we, we linked up and I was like, let me be the marketing guy and the finance guy while you be the creative guy. Cause I feel like I could help you boom this wedding business. Um, and I just jumped head first, you know what I'm saying? Like, I look back at it, like, I wish I didn't. Cause at times I'm like, I had such a thing going, I feel like I could have really pushed this. But I had no direction. It was just like a whole bunch of popularity without no like concrete something. So I went and did that for about like, I want to say like nine, almost a year really. Um, Well, I I was already doing it before I graduated, but I like committed from like uh, May graduation to December. Mm -hmm. And then that's when sort of I started like, we just split up because things didn't work out. And then it led into the next thing. And uh, how, how many how many Instagram followers are you working at right now after all this time? No, I'm probably like a 19k around there. Yeah, 19. And I was at 20 something when I graduated college, 2000 something. And with that path that you just talked about, like, were there any moments where you were thinking to yourself, "Is this worth it?" Because I feel like as a videographer or as a freelancer in general, it's really hard to have faith in yourself and what you're doing and that it will pan out there's always that fear that sets in that so many other people want to do this hell yeah what's fucking the first couple months i mean the the only thing that got me to do it at least to really start doing it is because big shout out to vince actually vince has a buddy named connor Connor was like, uh, yeah, we actually interviewed Connor on, uh, he was our second interview on the, on the guy. Yeah. Connor's the man. He, He, um, he had this thing going with herb and they put me like, like, they linked me with them and they loved my content. Yeah. And this is like two, three months after me starting to do video, like for real. And that opened up that this could be a career. Um, but after that happening about a year, it took me about a year and a half of like, like you said, adversity. Every holidays when I go come see my family, no one's really like yeah. liking this. Like, yo, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Now, now, now you into videos? Like, this is what you into now? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they feel like, and my, and my parents are immigrants, so they're coming from a different country. They've done like, you know, groundbreaking shit just to get me to this point. So they're looking at me like, bro, we failed with you. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you know, what are you doing? So it's like a lot of that. My friends are not really supporting me too much. Um, my closest friend telling me I'm I'm crazy. So it was a lot of like, I had no real support in the beginning, but I'm just very stubborn. And I think that's what helped me, just stubborn. And like, I, I believed in myself and now I got this. And what would, what would your advice be to somebody who's tr- who kind of throw on the fence? Like they, they like videography, you know, and they're on the but they, they're, they're hesitant. They want to make a career out of it, but they're not sure if that's what they want to do, if it's safe mm-hmm. for them, all of that stuff. What's your advice to them? For sure. I mean, nothing's safe. So, shit, you got to do it, man. Like, you got to just do it. But I would tell them, like, listen, at the end of the day, you know, life is like a book. You know, like life is a book that you're writing a page. Every day is a page. You know what I'm saying? You're the author to your book. You can't let other people write your book. You know what I'm saying? You got to write your own book how you want it with, you know, with your sentences and paragraphs and how it makes sense for you. So, if video's the thing for you, man, you go full throttle. You know, you just put, you know, just put the work in and things start to happen. But make sure you do it because you love it. You know what I'm saying? Don't just do it for no reason. So about that whole putting the work in and doing something because you love it. One yeah. thing I noticed, like, as I watched your career progress was that even a couple of years ago when you were just starting to get into it and you, you displayed all this passion, like, you know, this is what I want to do. 10,000 10, hours, master your craft. Like I'm going to get better at this every single mm. day. Yeah. Is that part of your marketing strategy and attracting clients? Cause you know, like a lot of entrepreneurs are going to put out there that they got the world-class product. They got the world-class service, right? Yeah. Like I already have the best of the best, like come give me your money and I'll do the best of the best. Yeah. You, I feel like you were always super transparent that, I'm new to this. I'm immature in space, but I have energy to be the best. So, you know, how, did that translate into business just because people saw that drive? Of course. Hell yeah. Because what ends up happening is people just knew before they knew I was good at anything. Before I was good at anything, there was like, if there's one thing I could, you know, tribute to is hard work and you are like, you're very dedicated. So I got that a lot, like in the beginning. Like, if there's any compliment I would get is like, "Yo, you work hard. You're always working. You're always working." So now, when they started seeing, like, it took me about like a year and a half for like real results. But when those results started coming in and people started loving the videos, they're like, "You're you're getting better per video." Right. And I got that for like a nine month span. Like every video, they were like, "Yeah, you're just getting better and better, and you work so hard." So now I had a product that I was like, "Listen, this is why I work so. This is why I worked this hard." To get to this point, and then, you know, yeah, yeah. When you work hard, man, just results will start coming. You start flying in, really. It's like just, just starts going like this. Ooh, all right, but I'm curious. What are some of the biggest engagements that you had? Because I know you've done some cool things. Like I've seen. I mean, there was one video of the baby I saw that was crazy. Like I love that one. That's the one where it's like, uh, yeah. where, where was he performing there? It was Rolling Loud, New York City. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, that wasn't one of them. But like, what what are some of the biggest engagements that you had that like are kind of like your pride or your claim to fame so far? Oh damn, I, I like suck at this because I'm so in the ground, bro. I don't even know what I've done. People have asked me this shit before. I'm like, honestly, I don't even know what I, who I worked with. But good thing. The three things I think I could like that is three moments that I, I are like surreal, and I just had one about a month ago. But the first one was. Uh, Chris Brown reposting one of my pieces of work. Um, That's dope. That to me was like, whoa. 
I grew up on Chris Brown. Yeah. This is like somebody I fucked with his music. I was like, this is crazy. How many plays? How many like uh, likes did that get? Like, what were they? It went viral, man. It was like five million on his page. I think it was crazy. I think it was a million on the comedians page that I was doing content oh. for Chicklet Millenni. So that went viral. Chicklet. That's the first. Yeah, that's what we were talking about too. Chicklet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into them. Uh, I worked with them for like a year, but like one of the videos we did was like that challenge that uh, I forgot that what that shit was called, but. Uh, not the ice bucket challenge. No, nah, it was whatever Chris Brown challenge he had. Some song he had out there. Oh, the, was it the shit where you, you get on the ground? That yeah, one? you dancing with someone. Yeah, you dancing uh, with somebody. That one went crazy on their page. Then it went crazy on his page. And then that was like a first, like a, one of those moments that I was like, oh, damn, this is shit, man. I'm going crazy. <laughs> and, my, and my Instagram is going crazy. I'm getting followers. Like, I'm like, nah, this is out of control. How many followers that day after that Chris Brown thing? Probably like five hundred. Like, <laughs> yeah, I woke up. I just woke up like this is out of this is out of control. Uh, I had another moment when Danny Lay um, let me do her debut cover art, which is um, I wish I could bring this shit down, but this is this um, that I don't know if y'all guys could see. So you just designed that yourself. So yeah, my best friend was her photographer. Um, Funny enough, that's the dude I had the business with a couple years before. He's working with her. She blew up, and then, like, she loved my, like, vibralism art, and she wanted me to, like... Vibralism. That's a word. Yeah, vibralism is... That's a whole, That's my uh, my uh, 21st century avant-garde. is like, a mix of, like, surrealism and vibes, and it's vibralism. Okay. That got created right before uh-huh. I started doing videos because of... I was depressed, and the only way I got out of my depression was self-expressing through like coloring videos and all this extra shit. So it became my own form of art. Um, So I did that piece of art with her and then she loved it and she put it and then now that's everywhere for like forever. Um, And then the dope part about it was I remember Jimmy Fallon, she performed that thing in Fallon show. And he, he, before he brings somebody up, he shows their cover art and on TV, like, the plan by Danny. Uh, uh, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm looking at his, I'm looking on TV like, no way, that's my shit on TV, and, and that like to me, I almost started crying. I was like, child, like, because <laughs> <laughs> little do people know that that type of art came out of such a low part of my life, and now okay, it's being celebrated, I mean. and okay, I'm okay. just like. This is fucking crazy, man. So you but, saw, um, you literally saw your cover art on Jimmy Fallon. The, that, that's one of those. And it wasn't a, expected. It's just. just bro, I was like, no way. It's something that I'm just like, I remember that shit like yesterday. Um, so that's like the second moment that I was super like. And then the third big moment. Um, oh, actually, well, the baby, the, the, actually, the baby video was big because he reposted my video. He did. That gave me sort of a like, okay, I'm here. Yeah. Cause what he did is he had liked it and he reposted. I didn't know he reposted it, but I woke up and I swiped, I refreshed, and I got like 40, like 40 friend requests, a hundred likes. Every time I refreshed, it would just come in. Wow. And I was like, okay, I think I'm I think my I'm having a moment. Like when you have a moment <laughs> on IG, like a follower boost. Every time you swipe, you get like crazy metrics per swipe for 24 okay. hours. So I was like, okay, I'm having a moment. So, I was, so like, was that your biggest kind of spike today? 
Yeah, that one was like a thousand in a day. It was some crazy. That was some. It was wild. I think I went from like seventeen to nineteen after that. Um, the baby does. Yeah, he, and he was hot, scorching hot that time. Just dropped the album. Yeah, yeah. You know, all those hits are going. So I'm like, that was right after Kirk, I think. Right after Kirk, it was like a couple weeks after Kirk. So I'm like, damn. You know, crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that whole thing was crazy. Even how I shot it. It's like, I think it was godly. It's like God gave me, like, a look. Because mm, right. even, like, the way I shot, it was almost impossible to shoot. So now, like, yeah. or, you know, really quickly, with these big moments, and, you know, yeah. you feeling yourself in, like, I'm here. Like, this is yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. I remember, you know, you, you and similar to your Muela motivation thing, you know, you talking about how, like, you're doing all this work. You want to get to a certain place. And, of course, you want to be successful. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, turn that success into widespread success for everybody around you. So if you want to talk really quickly about, you know, your motivation and where it really comes from, that's one of the last points that I want to bring up in, in part one of this interview. Of course. Yeah, man, my motivation comes from a couple aspects, but um, I mean, I guess the very surface aspect is like my friends, my family, people around me. I'm very like my whole purpose on this earth, I feel like. It's just to help everyone around me. Like even if I have to be like the sacrifice, like the, the sacrifice of like I work so I had to work and not have a normal life mm-hmm. to reach a certain level in life to help everybody else have a better life. So like I'm I'm like that's my sole purpose of becoming rich. Like I need to become rich because if I could become rich, then I know for a fact I could give stocks, real estate. I could put other people on. You know, even if they're not ready for it, because not everyone's ready for it. You know what I'm saying? People think they're ready for it until they're like, fuck, this is what I have to do. But don't worry about that. I could set you up. You know what I'm saying? I could have you, you know, I, I, I laugh at my friends all the time. I tell them, uh, when I become rich, I'm going to have you blindfolded. And your birthday, everyone's birthday gift is going to be me walking you to a building that you own now. And real estate is set for you. And all you got to do now is get the clients and get all the extra shit. But. I gave you something to make you money. Yeah. And that's something that I'm just big on. I want to make sure everyone around me is like 100,000 heirs. So they're good, you know, and then their families are good. And then I, get, I could keep making platforms for other creatives to come and just make and blow up. You know what I'm saying? Either, either through incubators, incubators in the hood or scholarships, grants under my name. It doesn't matter how it is, but I just got to like make sure I can like impact help yeah. as many people yeah help as many people as possible i think what a lot of people don't understand is that there's a certain level of you know understanding that you have to have like that sometimes a lot of your circumstances don't allow for mm-hmm. you know a lot of people aren't allowed to have these types of understandings because of where they come from 100%. so i completely understand the importance to give back and the reason we ask these questions about you know why you've done what you've done or what your path has looked like because we want to open that kind of window for other people who might be thinking of trying to do what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, listen, we're going to wrap this one up for today. Like this was a, an electric, I think it was an electric interview we've had so far. Like it's only our part one, you know, we're all in quarantine right now trying to yeah. learn. Um, this one was awesome. Um, we always end off Steve, like, obviously they could probably find you anyway in the explore page but how are these people going to find you on instagram what's your handle how do they get in touch with you 
Yeah, man. At Steve Miles everywhere. You know, if you want energy, positive energy, creativity out this world. And I do this shit sober. No, I don't smoking or drinking. I just be doing this shit sober. But just check me out. At Steve Miles, man. I'm giving you energy every single day. And for everyone listening to this, I got a couple like little gems for you. Is now what you haven't done in the past is what you're going to do from this day forward to make a difference. So no matter what you, all your failures, all the shit that messes you up in the past, don't, you know, don't lose sleep over it. You know what I'm saying? Just take this moment and improve yourself day by day. You're going to get there. You're going to get to your dreams, you know, sooner or later. So it's like, Hey, listen, you heard it from the horse's mouth, Steve Mules himself. Yeah. Like this is the success bug podcast, episode five. We're kind of, we're coming at you in a couple weeks with another episode, but thank you everybody for tuning in. Looking forward to the next one. And, uh, as you mentioned, at Steve Mules on Instagram, at the Success Bug on Instagram. Make sure you hit that follow button. We're yeah. going to you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, it'd mean a lot to us if you could leave a five-star review on Apple Music or whatever platform you're listening to this on. Also, feel free to subscribe so that you never miss another interview where we bring on a wildly successful entrepreneur and pick their brain on how to build and scale a successful business. Until next time.